It's time for the Crossfire Podcast with Randy Shepard and Jamie Johnson. Find out more at crossfireministry.com. Here now is your host, Jamie Johnson. Hello and welcome to the Crossfire Podcast. I'm Jamie Johnson alongside with my ministry teammate, Randy Shepard. Joining us today, as well as our producer for this show, Mike Segovia. Mike, thanks for coming on with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jamie. You know, on today's show, we're going to be giving our listeners an update from your summer basketball camps. Randy, how have these camps been going so far? Mike, it's been amazing, brother. We just got back from South Dakota about 10 days ago. We were invited for the second year to go out and represent the Billy Graham Association. Will Graham, Billy Graham's grandson, invited us to go out last year. We went back to Rapid City, South Dakota, and we drove about three hours every day to four different small towns on the reservation, and we conducted basketball clinics, younger ones in the morning, older ones in the afternoon, and we spoke at one church while we are there. And while we are there, glory to God, there were 126 public professions of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ through the basketball clinics and the church. And what a blessing and an honor to reach out to those young people on that reservation and some adults. And we had a two-day camp last week at Open Door Church in Hickory, North Carolina, about an hour from Asheville. And we had 60 campers, and there were 28 that made public professions of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was blessed to preach there this past Sunday. And then we started our Western North Carolina Crossfire Basketball Camps, our 32nd big year in Hendersonville, North Carolina yesterday. And the Lord blessed with 120 campers ages 6 to 13. And when Jamie gave the gospel at the end of the day to two different groups, 70 young people publicly responded to repent of sin and put their faith in Jesus We took them in another room and walked them through it again to make sure they understood. We recorded those decisions, and we'll be following up with them this week. So this is day two of our 32nd annual Crossfire Basketball Camp. Four big options, but this option is in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Wow, guys, that's so exciting. God is truly on the move. You know, Jamie, can you share with our listeners about a particular encounter with a camper that blessed you at one of your camps so far this summer? Well, well, Mike, what I want to share is, you know, Randy and I every year get to meet a lot of parents, not just the kids themselves. And a couple sent us a card recently that I'm not going to read the whole card, but their grandson is in camp this week in Hendersonville. His name is Werner and his grandparents are Wade and Brenda Zachary. They are over at Crossroads Church in Asheville, and he's a minister there, and they just love what we do. And in the card they sent us, they included a check for $17 and change that their grandson had been saving since last year's camp to give to the ministry. And that's pretty powerful. You know, years ago, Randy and I had a a little boy, I remember this, he came up and gave pocket change, like 25 cents, a dime, a nickel, you know, and said, this is for your ministry. And over the years, even at our overnight camp, we have campers that have camp bank money, and they leave that money for missions. And it's kind of like the widow's mite. So this grandson, he's in camp this week. He came last year. He's already learning how to tithe and give back to missions 
that's very impactful. And for those of you listening and you're trying to raise your kids right, one of the best things you can do of the many things you can do is to teach them that it all belongs to God and we can't outgive him. And so this young boy in camp this week, Werner, who was there yesterday, he'll be growing in his faith, learning basketball. And those are the kind of experiences that me and Randy love that happen at camp. That's awesome. Hey, Randy, how about you? Can you share with our listeners about a particular encounter that you saw the hand of God in? Yes. Yesterday, as camp was over, 120 kids going to their parents to go in their cars and go home. A young boy approached me uh, about nine years old, and he looked up at me and he said, Coach, can I talk to you a second? I said, sure. And he just hugged me and he said, I want to thank you. I prayed my first prayer today that I've ever prayed in my life. And I said, young man, that is awesome. I said, was it the prayer to invite Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior? And he said, yes, sir, it was. And I want to thank you for that. And I looked over to my left and his parents were standing there with some of his other siblings looking at me. And wow, to think that was the first prayer that he'd ever prayed. You know, some of these kids, it's a, they know we're a Christian basketball camp, but sometimes parents send them there that may not be in church, may not know the Lord. And that was just a fresh encounter yesterday that uh, this young man said the first prayer he prayed was to repent and put his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So glory to God. And thank you for those that pray for us and support us. Jamie and I get to see stories like that every day, and we're thankful that you guys stand behind us. That is so exciting. It's so great to see God moving that way in, in all that he's doing right now. Uh, folks, you're listening to the Crossfire Podcast. I'm producer Mike, and we'll be right back with more of our conversation with Randy and Jamie right after this. Do you have an upcoming event that you would like to invite Randy and Jamie to speak at? Their passion for evangelism through the vehicle of basketball and softball have opened the doors for them to minister in 68 countries and 47 states including in churches, schools, universities, student groups, camps, and with one-on-one individuals who might not otherwise be receptive. The Apostle Paul said in God's word to use all means necessary to spread the gospel. Randy and Jamie love to do just that by sharing across the street and around the world. To book them for an event, head on over to crossfireministry.com. That's crossfireministry.com. Welcome back to the Crossfire Podcast. We are getting an update from the guys about their Crossfire basketball camps that have been going on this summer. Hey, Randy, uh, what camps are coming up next? And is there still time for people to sign up for these camps? Certainly uh, at Crossfire, we've established since the beginning, and Jamie is such a great administrator, and his uh, sister was a school teacher. She's our uh, one of our administrators as well. So we'll take them up to the last minute because we value souls. And if they hear about the camp a day before camp, we'll still take them. They can walk up and come to camp. But the camps that are coming up, we have four more days at Hendersonville, First Baptist Church, uh, Crossfire Camp. And then we have a week off. And then July 11th through the 15th, we will be at Asheville Christian Academy campus right outside Asheville in Swannanoa, North Carolina. And we have about 120 
campers right now and still taking campers. It's three big courts. So we have a lot of room. And then we have the next week, we will have our full day overnight camp, which is what we really enjoy the most. Probably we get to spend about four and a half days with these young people and they spend the night as well. They come on Sunday afternoon and then they stay through Thursday afternoon with a parent program ages nine to 18. And this is the camp for the next level players. A lot of kids that come to the to the half a day camps are just getting started, six to 12 year olds. But this camp is for those that want to play middle school, high school or university basketball. We even had a former NBA player who, when he was a little boy, he lived in Asheville, Rashad McCants. He came to camp when he was a young boy. We've had some players going to play in Europe. But out of 23,000 campers, we like to encourage them if they can play at the next level. That's awesome. Some of them come, Mike, as you know, and they're just there to have fun, learn the game, and they're not really concerned about going on and playing high school or college ball. But this is our camp where a lot of AAU players will come. We'll have five on five, three on three in the morning. We'll do the Pistol Peak Mary, but Stephen Curry drills. We'll break for lunch. We'll have a service for about an hour and a half after lunch of praise and worship and a speaker every day. Come back to the gym, do five on five, have dinner come back to their respective gyms, five-on-five, three-on-three. That night, we would do a Christian movie or a Christian testimony, uh, refreshments, go to bed, and do the same thing for four days. So there's kids that have come from eight or nine different states. We even had a young person come from Egypt one time, from uh, the Bahamas, from Grand Cayman, and different places like that. So uh, there's still time to sign up, ages nine to 18, they can go to our website at crossfireministry.com. Wow, that's great. Wow, Egypt. Jeez, that's a long way to come for your camps. How exciting. Um, you know, Jamie, I've heard of a lot of these camps. You know, they, they do different basketball drills, and a lot of these camps are great. So I was just curious, what kind of basketball drills are you guys teaching the kids at the camp so far uh, this year? Great question, Mike. You know, the last 30 plus years, Randy's been really good at this. I kind of administrate and I don't do the drills as well, near as well as Randy. I can't even do some of them. And he's uh, learned a lot over the years, started at a young age. And back in the day, Pistol Pete, for the older audience, was an extraordinary ball handler and uh, was at Clemson when his dad was coaching there. He was dribbling like crazy and doing things that players weren't doing back in the day. And then today you got Stephen Curry. And uh, Randy does these drills that those guys do. Randy does them well. In fact, yesterday, one of our coaches who played with Randy, Van Wilkins, back in the day at Asheville High, and UNC Asheville said to the campers, look, you won't find a better ball handler than Randy. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Randy's very specific on how to handle the ball. And the drills that we do would be dribbling left, dribbling right. A lot of things that they need to understand. Defensive position. When a defender comes up on you, you got to have right-hand protective drill and left-hand protective dribble, things like that. Then there's passing. There's shooting drills. He walks through beef. Balance elbow eyes and follow through. You know, some of these players, years ago, there was an NBA guy. Randy will probably know his name. He can address when he gets back online to play for the Hornets that MJ, the staff there, had to hire 
a shooter, a former shooter, I believe it was Georgia Tech guard. Mark Price. Mark Price. Thank you, Randy. He had to teach him how to shoot. He played at Kentucky, I think, if I'm correct. And his shot wasn't the best. I mean, great athlete. His shot would go in, but the form was not good. So what Randy works on is teaching those fundamentals. Now, break the bad habits at 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. And then they have more confidence in playing basketball. Then you add to that, you've got drills like layup, shooting drills, things like that, spotting up, how to post. So these are all good things for kids to learn. You know, when I was younger, I got cut from a team. And one of the things I remember is the coach who cut me, and I made the team the next year, began to work on areas of my game that weren't that good, Mike. And he gave me more confidence by putting, you know, investing time in my mm. skill set. He knew I could do it. Lord willing, teach me. And that's what Randy, our coaches, do. We teach them these drills to make them better so they have more confidence in basketball. And we teach about Jesus Christ, and you know that. <laughs> Amen. That's awesome. You know, Randy, as you finish up the camps this summer, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, it's always an honor to work with these young people. The parents and families in Western North Carolina have really blessed us and supported the camp. 32 years ago, it started out as a dream, and we set goals, and glory to God, since then, 23,000 young people have come through, but each one of them are special. Some of them will never make the team. Some of them may go on to play university basketball or maybe go to the NBA one day. So we work on all different levels, but the full day overnight camp is special for me. We get to bring in the top 25 players in Western North Carolina as they're playing AAU ball and travel ball. We seek to get them there uh, at least for three or four days of the camp, if not all, because they play on each weekends, but we get them there to sow into their lives so they can go back in the high schools where they play and be a lighthouse for Christ. So that's a program that we do. Uh, a lot of middle schoolers, a lot of elementary schoolers, we're all in that week at the beautiful Mars Hill University campus. We have uh, all-you-can-eat food. We have air-conditioned dorm for boys, air-conditioned dorm for girls. We have a staff of about 25 to, uh, coaches that have all played NAIA Division One or Division Two basketball and all love Jesus. So sowing into their lives, we have a share time every day. And at night, we have a testimony time. And some of the testimonies, Mike, that these young people share at night on like Wednesday night of what they've learned that week. I mean, these kids are getting up and sharing stories of what they've gone through in their life, things that have happened to them, and then giving their life to Christ. I remember one particular share time a few years back. We just sat there, the coaches, and a lot of us wept in what these kids were sharing. You know, out of the out of mouth of babes, the Lord speaks. And just a revival broke out that night, and it went for two or three hours. And we just let the Spirit move. And and so that's things that I look forward to and, and remember. And every camp is unique, but when we get to spend four or five days with them overnight, you have more time to invest in their lives. They're away from the, from the telephones, from the social media, from the iPhone, even from distractions from family and they can focus on basketball and Jesus. So we're looking forward to that July 17th through the 21st, beautiful Mars Hill University. If you're listening, you have a camper you want to fly in. We have some that flew in from Florida last year. We pick them up the airport. We've had some that have driven in from halfway across the country. So it uh, is an awesome opportunity. Everything they could learn at Duke or North Carolina or NC State, plus the Lord Jesus Christ every day. And that's what's going to change lives. I close with this, Mike. There are 500,000 high school basketball players in America this year, and only 4,200 will get a Division I scholarship. So most of these kids will never play college or university ball. So hopefully we're sowing 
seeds of the gospel and discipling them in the Lord Jesus Christ is going to carry over into the business world. They become doctors, lawyers, could become president, governor. Hey, we tell them you may work at Walmart. And if that's where God wants you, he's put you there to be a light to the world and to be a salt to the earth. Those are good times, and we look forward to that. Oh, wow, that sounds exciting. I know that the rest of these camps coming up this summer are going to be a true blessing, not only for the kids, but for you guys and your staff as well. You know, this has been a really great show, and it's been a true blessing to be on with you guys again. You know, in closing, there might be someone out there that's listening today that they don't have a personal relationship with God. They really don't even understand what that means. So, Jamie, could you speak to those listeners right now um, who don't understand what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus? Sure, Mike. Uh, I echo what Randy said. You know, like at the camps, the most important thing for our uh, listeners, and it's just like for the campers, is that you know that you know you have a relationship with your Creator, God above. And yesterday, as I left camp, I went to a local restaurant, Hendersonville. I was going to get away and work on some camp stuff. And in came a couple of people that are friends of, of Randy and mine, Steve and Amy Brady. And so we sit down, we're eating together, and there's a lady that's training another lady that's serving us. And as we're doing the meal, we begin to interact. And I, at the end, began to share with them you know, about the gospel, the good news. And the question I asked was that Randy and I always ask usually is if you die tonight and God said, why shall I let you into heaven? What would you tell them? One of the girls said, which is a very common answer, I try to do good things. I try to be good. So I addressed that. So if you're listening today, I want to make something very clear. If we're going to look at God's word for what it is when it talks about eternal life, then the Bible says for us to know that when we die, we're going to heaven, we have to place our faith in God's perfect son, Jesus Christ, not on ourselves, not our good works. The Bible says none of us are good, and it even says that we can't even boast on our good works. It's the gift of God, salvation, eternal life, same thing. It's the gift of God that he offers to us. So I explained to those two girls that you can do good things, that that doesn't solve your sin problem. But keep doing good things. That's great. But it has nothing to do with fixing our heart problem where sin separates us from God. So if you're listening today, then one problem you have that we all have is that sin is not good. It's rebellion against our creator. And God wants us to have a relationship with him. And for that to happen, there has to be a time in our life when we repent of that sin and we place all faith in Jesus Christ. And the reason we do this, Jesus Christ died on the cross 2,000 years ago for our sins. Now, that's an incredible Savior. And for him to lay down his life, Mike, to do that for us is pretty profound. That the Bible says on the third day, on top of all that, he rose from the grave. That means he defeated sin and death and can offer us hope for now and for the future. That's why he says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. That explains what it says in John chapter 3 when Jesus talked to a religious man. If you're the church goer listening on the radio right now, and you're, you're saying, well, I've been in church all my life, Baptist, Presbyterian, Church of God, Wesley, maybe you go to the Catholic church, whatever. Going to church does not mean you've been born again. I can walk into a local school and not be a student. It doesn't make me a student because I walk into the local school to speak. Going to church does not make you a believer. Born again means, Mike, or Randy, we all know this, means that you've had a transaction in your heart 
where you repent of sin, you own it, you tell God you're sorry, and you believe on his perfect son, Jesus Christ. Last verse. Jesus made it clear. Here's how I'm born again. Romans 10, 9. But if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, saved as in born again. Be forgiven of sin. Have new life. Be a child of God. They all mean the same thing. And maybe you're listening right now. You'd like to make that decision on this podcast. No better time than right now. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. The Bible also says, how can they believe without a messenger? You just heard the message. The gospel is Jesus died for you. He rose from the grave and you can put your faith in him. And I'm going to say a prayer right here with you where you can put your faith in Christ before we close the program. And Mike sends us off and says goodbye. You can pray this in your heart right now, out loud in your room, in your car or silently. It doesn't matter. It's the attitude of your heart. And I want to say a prayer right now where you can believe on Christ. Trust me, I didn't give my heart to Christ in a church building. You can do it there too. I did it outside church walls, so you're not alone. Pray this in your heart. If you want to repent of sin, you've never done that. Maybe you didn't understand it, but now you do. It would be a privilege for Randy, Mike, and me for you to come to Christ through this program today. Pray this in your heart. Father God, I understand I'm just like Randy, Mike, and Jamie. I'm a sinner too. And you're a holy God. And my sins, your word says, the Bible says, separates me from you. So God, right now, I want to deal with sin. I confess it and I repent. As your word says, I repent of my sin. And by faith in my heart, I want to be born again. I want new life. Jesus, I want you to come into my heart and life. Change me from the inside out. Make me a new creation and help me to follow you. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for coming into my heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for changing me. I'm following you today. Amen. If you pray that prayer, we want you to know that you can now walk and live for Jesus Christ, be in the Word of God. If you don't have a Bible, pull it up on your phone. Just Google the Bible, and, and you'll, you'll see what God's Word says. The book of John, the whole Bible's good, but the book of John's a great place to start. That's where I started. Learn about Jesus Christ. Then find a Bible-believing home. Hear what I just said, Bible-believing church where they teach God's word from cover to cover, and then surround yourself with godly people that can encourage you in your walk, men to men, women to women, uh, children, maybe a grown pastor, a disciple at a church, but get involved in a church. Then pray and talk to God about all things, and then share what you just heard with someone else. Hey, guess what? Today on a podcast with Mike, Randy, and Jamie, I made a decision to follow Christ. Share that with people, and as you grow in your faith, You'll learn more about the Lord Jesus Christ and become more bold in sharing your faith and living for him. Uh, that was a great word. And I pray that all of you who just said that prayer and received Jesus as your Savior, uh, we at Crossfire Ministries pray that the Lord would bless you, bless your walk, and know right now that you are sealed in his kingdom forever. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. It's been a great show. And um, if you want more information about Crossfire Ministries, Jamie, where can they go to get that? Yeah, just go to crossfireministry.com, crossfireministry.com. You'll find a way that you can email us or call us at 828-255-9111. All the camp information is there, the upcoming ACA half day if you're local, close by to Asheville, 
and then the overnight full day at Marshall University. And then uh, if you have any questions, you can always call, email us. But we appreciate Mike, what he does, and interviewing us, giving us a chance to let you know about camps. And we're all about encouraging your kids. If you're a believer as a parent, just know that what you tell them, sometimes it comes from another voice. And just because it's a different voice, they hear it. So we're out telling them what you're telling them from God's word. We support you. We're all a team, and we want to be a part of the community that impacts your family for Christ. We don't want to work against you as a parent or a grandparent. We want to bless you and give truth to your boys and girls and teenagers. So keep that in mind. We're on your team. Praise the Lord. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on the next edition of the Crossfire Podcast. Thanks for joining us on this edition of the Crossfire Podcast. We want to encourage you to check out Crossfire Ministries at their website, crossfireministry.com. While you're there, you can find out more about all of the ministries and outreaches that Crossfire is involved in, from their summer basketball camps to their golf tournaments. You'll want to be sure to learn more about all of the happenings with this ministry. As we close today, Randy and Jamie would kindly ask that you would keep their ministry in prayer. It's their desire to preach the message of salvation to as many unsaved people as possible. If you're able and would like to give to this ministry, you can go to CrossfireMinistry.com and click on the Donate button. Your prayers and support enables Randy and Jamie to carry on with the work of spreading the good news of Jesus to a lost world. Finally, if you'd like to book Crossfire to come to your church or outreach event, Randy and Jamie are available to preach in your church speak in your schools, youth rallies, or even play an exhibition game or conduct a basketball camp in your city, state, or country. You can call them at 828-255-9111 to book them today. Again, that number is 828-255-9111. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again next time on the Crossfire Podcast. Imagine being the host of your own podcast only to shoot the idea down because you didn't know where to start. Well, you're not alone. Many individuals can feel overwhelmed by the idea of podcasting, but don't let that hold you back. PFC audio video has been in the industry for over 30 years, and we want to partner with you from booking guests and writing scripts to recording and editing the audio to hosting your show on all the popular podcast platforms. PFC does it all. Stop waiting for one day and let us help make your podcasting dream a reality. Head on over to pfcaudiovideo.com to schedule your complimentary consultation.